On today's show, Ferrari says it will never come out with an EV because it's not part of its DNA. Tesla is no longer performing battery swaps in California, and how President Trump will affect the auto industry. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show for enthusiasts of the automotive industry. Last year, Tesla made a big deal over launching a battery swapping pilot program in California, where owners can switch out a depleted battery pack with a fully charged one in a matter of minutes. The program was only open to invited owners who had to make an appointment for a swap. Now a website called Teslarati reports that the station is no longer taking appointments. Mm, That should really not come as a surprise. There were reports that no swaps were taking place, and even the California Air Resources Board said it would not support the program if it was not readily available all around the state. Even so, the card provided Tesla with generous EV credits that the automaker was able to sell to other car companies. John was recently on the media launch for the Audi S3. We already showed you the main exterior changes they made to the car, but he was also impressed by the new instrument cluster inside. Take a look at what he had to say. Welcome to the 2017 Audi S3. There's a lot to say about this car, but one thing I really want to point out to you is the reconfigurable instrument cluster, where you can change the way that the instrument cluster looks just by pushing this simple button on the steering wheel. So you start out with a view that gives you all different kinds of statistics with the car, but hit the button again, and now you've got this gorgeous navigation map using Google Earth with incredible resolution. I've never seen anything like this in any other kind of car. Or hit the button again, and now you've got the gauges showing you what the car is doing. And I especially love how you've got a big tachometer right smack in the middle of the gauge. This is something that I really love seeing. I think we're going to see a lot more of this coming in cars, and kudos to Audi for being the first to do it. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back with more right after this. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. Could Brazil be on the cusp of a turnaround? The country was in a political and economic crisis, which sent sales down 23% this year. But yesterday, both Fiat and GM said sales should increase about 5% next year. Hyundai announced it will build the new Tucson and Creta compact CUV there. Renault says it will offer three new SUVs, the Captur, Quid, and Colios. And Honda will start building its new WRV in the first half of 2017. Both Mexico and India surpassed Brazil in new car sales due to its crisis. But it now looks like Brazil is on its way back. Speaking of that WRV, last month Honda revealed a sketch of the compact crossover. For those of you who don't remember, that stands for Winsome Runabout Vehicle. Well, Honda just unveiled the real thing at the Sao Paulo Auto Show. As you can see, it features sleek styling along with strong character lines and creases on the hood inside of the vehicle. Not many other details were revealed other than it goes on sale in South America next year. Well, Ferrari is going through something of a turnaround. The Italian sports car maker, once known for producing vehicles in very limited numbers, 
wants to appeal to a wider demographic. Automotive News reports that new CEO Sergio Marchione wants to increase sales to 10,000 units by 2025, up from about 8,000 today. To hit that target, Marchione says all Ferraris will have some sort of hybrid electrification starting in 2019. But Sergio says Ferrari will never make a purely electric car because the high-pitched sound of a screaming engine is so much a part of Ferrari's DNA. Coming up next, John has something to say about what Donald Trump's election could mean for the automotive industry. Lear Connexus is the new application suite in vehicle connectivity designed to deliver over-the-air software updates and more from Lear Corporation's eSystems, leaders in power and data management. Donald Trump's stunning victory in his run for the White House could have big implications for the automotive industry on two fronts, trade and emissions. Trump consistently bashed the Ford Motor Company for moving small car production out of the United States to Mexico. He said it should not be allowed to happen. Strangely, Trump never attacked General Motors or Fiat Chrysler, even though GM is doubling its manufacturing footprint in Mexico and FCA is moving production of the Jeep Patriot out of the U.S. to Mexico. Even so, GM and FCA could be in Trump's sights since he threatened to get rid of the North American Free Trade Agreement and slap a 35% import tariff on every Mexican-made car coming into the U.S. Now the question is whether or not Republicans in the Senate will go along with that. Republicans have always been the party of free trade. Also in question is the fate of the midterm review for CAFE and CO2 emissions. Currently, the EPA is considering whether it should keep the current regulations in place or back off in face of historically cheap oil prices that are skewing the marketplace. Trump has not spoken directly about this, but his rejection of human-caused climate change and his support of using coal strongly suggest he is in favor of reducing automotive regulations. And yet, despite the uncertainty that the auto industry faces with Donald J. Trump as president, he has very strong support within the industry. A surprising number of UAW workers support Trump, despite the fact that their union was dead set against him. And a significant number of executives at automakers and suppliers also backed him. I don't have any hard numbers on that, but I get to hang out with a lot of these executives at industry conferences and in social settings, and the support for Trump was palpable, even with a lot of women. I just hope that President Trump is very careful of the law of unintended consequences when it comes to the automotive industry. Trashing free trade and scrapping fuel economy regulations can sound good on the campaign trail, but it could also leave the American automotive industry hopelessly uncompetitive on the global stage. Anyway, that's how I see it. What do you think? Will a Trump presidency be good or bad for the automotive industry? We welcome your comments, but please keep them civil. Let's share ideas and not trade insults. Anyway, with that, we wrap up today's show. Thanks for watching, and please join us again tomorrow.